Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan. I'm working at- an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. Well, hello, everybody, on Party Friday, Chuck Bonneville, Julie Hayden, Chuck and Julie Grassroots Show, Truth Straight Up, Truth, brought to you by. The, tro- the show is brought to you by Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Acupuncture, and Chinese Medicine, and also HappyTrees.co. So just us today. Um, so I want to right off the bat say 888-627-6008. If you want to call in, 888-627-6008. Or if you're one of the great guys who joins us on Zoom, feel free to uh, unmute yourself. You can Raise your hand, but Julie doesn't require anything more than that. No. Just start talking. Yes, yeah, so you can just, exactly. Well, that works. If I hear somebody, we can just say, just start talking. Um, so um, you want to start it out today um, with, with traitor Republicans, once again. Yeah, well, you know, I just see that Peg Cage is with us uh, today on Zoom, and we're all working on getting an opt-out, right, And w- which Republicans would nominate Republicans. Every Republican could Seems vote. It's like a crazy idea, Chuck. It's never been done before in the history of Colorado. Oh, wait. And and it's, uh, it's amazing how many traitor Republicans are out there. All of Well County, not all of it, but all of its representatives, including well, Barbara Fire smacks down anyone who tries to. Yeah, and you have the Mesa County Traders Republicans that uh, their their DA put uh, Tina Peters um, into uh, arrested and everything right. else, and and it's amazing how many Trader Republicans are out there. I mean, you got people like Doug Lamborn. What, what, what kind of congressman is he? He's never done a thing in his whole life. Ken Buck is totally weird. Um, and and so you have large sections of the Republican Party who really don't know why they're traitor Republicans. They've just been told to be traitor Republicans. why they were traitor Republicans. Well, the, two are the, the two are there. They're traitor Republicans because, one, they don't have any of their own principles, so it doesn't really matter. Right. And number two, these, the people in Colorado, and in many, look at Ron DeSantis' campaign, right? The, the Sea Island billionaires, right? right? A lot of the rich people don't really actually care about us. They care about protecting their financial interests, and that that's all they care about. And so if you... Um, if, if you want to be a consultant, if you want to be a candidate, you have to toe the line so that these people can continue to make their money. And if you don't, if you say, but, you know, I think actually the opt-out might be a good idea. They're like, no, you don't. Phil Andrews is like, you know. Oh, no, no. And, and, they'll get, and they'll get like John Caldera, who has said, I don't know for how many years, we're on the verge of an enormous Republican victory. Just, Republican. Yeah, just if we'll just stay the course and, and continue to <laughs> nominate uh, traitor Republicans like Joe O'Day. These people all have something in common, and that is a lot of their finances, their financial support comes from the same establishment that actually the establishment donors. And so, I mean, that's that's why they're traitors because they're 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 loyal to the you know the bagmen. Well, I guess they are the bagmen. They're loyal to the money guys, right? The big money donors, but they're traitors to the rest of the party. Um, and in case you haven't noticed, there's a gap. 
between what the billionaires want and what the working middle class people well, want. Uh, well, a perfect example is the Koch brothers, down to one now, but, but the, yeah, Koch brother, but the, the daughter is now taking over uh, the other's role. Um, and they, they seized a hold of the of the Tea Party thing, funded it to millions and tens of millions of dollars. Uh, but what do they want? They want an open borders. Uh, they want endless war with Ukraine. Um, and Michael Fields was their representative. He's now in advanced Colorado. He was Americans for Prosperity before yes, that. Yes, which is just the Koch brothers. Um, and, and you know, he's he just does what the billionaires tell him to do. Advanced Colorado is is you know all billionaire funded and and in case you didn't know only real billionaires phil anschutz uh but he is behind every organization in the state from independence institute to colorado politics to well just a, a, a room, bit of the, what to, bit of the so-called conservative washington examiner, washington examiner. Uh, the conservative media and and so i think that's why they're traitors um, and as the populist grassroots movement grows, sort of like the Democrats, um, they, they've been forced to reveal themselves. They've been exposed because they've had to come out in direct contrast to, um, you know, what the grassroots thinks. And I'm going to play a soundbite here in a second. But if you what kills me and we can talk about this because you and I disagree a little bit about this, but. If if they think, if these Republican candidates and all of these people think that somehow or another, the Democrats who are fundamentally changing so many things in our country and in, in a, the political system, if they think that the Democrats are going to allow them to exist, I think they're sadly mistaken. Molly Hemingway, and we'll play the soundbite here in a second, was on with Brian Kilmeade on Fox. Who's, I don't particularly like him. No. But um, and and he kind of you'll hear his question. He kind of misses the point. But she's pointing out, so you know, why are the prosecutors pushing so hard for all of these speedy trials against Trump and all these other people? Right, the January six people have been in prison. Yeah, I forever. Mean, he's now getting sentenced. Right. I mean, every as I said before, I've covered hundreds and hundreds of trials, almost always, even for the most smallest crime. Right, from the time of arrest or the the indictment comes down to the time of the actual trial, it's almost always like a year, yeah. right? Because of course- Well, you also get bail usually for minor crimes that they've turned into just major felonies. Right. Um, so exactly. The main reason that there are speedy trials when they go really fast is because a person is incarcerated and right. they, they want to hurry up and get out, obviously, right? And and so the fact that they're pushing this Trump within, within a matter of months to March and that they got all of these is in part- um, I think because they wanted to, obviously, it's a, a selection interference. But Molly Hemingway raises another good point. It is not just aimed at Donald Trump. And these other stupid traitor Republicans, I think, are going to find out the hard way that they're sabotaging themselves. So if we could please play Thomas the Hemingway soundbite. Video about the 14th Amendment. This worries you in what respect? Well, these show trials that are taking place in Washington, D.C., New York, uh, in, in um, Atlanta as well, the whole point of the show trial is to secure a quick conviction so there could be some kind of pretense for left-wing state officials to try to keep Republicans off the ballot there. And that would be a really big situation, even in states where the Republican is not likely to win the presidential elector votes, those states still matter for congressional races, Senate races, state and local races as well. It's pretty clear that this is the strategy. This is why these trials are being rushed through in a way that even left-wing 
activists say is somewhat surprising, but that's the whole point. It's a show trial to secure quick convictions. And just so you get clarity, tell me if I have this right. Your theory is they'll try to knock them off in California, knock them off in obviously uh, blue states. And people say, what's the big deal? Well, the big deal is if you don't have your candidate at the top of the ticket, you're more than likely to stay home. That would hurt the congressional seats that come out of California, that come out of New York, correct? Yeah, they're massive coattails for each party. Their candidate brings a lot of other people along. But even more than that, this is just such an assault on democratic processes. We are crossing lines that I don't think anyone imagined they would do. And I do want to say to Monica's point, while it's true that Republicans have woken up to how much they need to be concerned about election processes, it's also true that Democrats are moving on as well from what they did in 2020. And one of the things that President Biden did when he first took office is he said that he would like every single federal agency to get involved in electioneering on behalf, I mean, it's, it's not, the unstated issue there is on behalf right. of Democrats. So that if you are giving student aid, you have students brought into the election process in a way that benefits Democrats way more than it benefits Republicans. And this is the type of thing that affects the integrity of our right. election process. And so Republicans should wake up to that as well. And and, the, and and I guess my thing with it is, you know, these Republicans who say, well, you know, Trump, like Ken Buckley couldn't vote for, you know, Trump if he's indicted, etc. So her point is that not not only, I mean, on top of all of the lines that it crosses, right, right. The, the weaponization of the judicial system, on top of that, um, and I would not be surprised to see Jenna Griswold try to keep Trump off the ballot in Colorado. Sure. I mean, why not, right? Yeah. And so if, if you're a Doug Lamborn and you've been sitting around saying, well, you know, Trump, I have serious concerns, or even if you're, that's to say, a, a county commissioner running in a race that happens to be then and you're a Republican, and you think that this isn't going to affect you, her point, I think, is well taken. Yeah. If yeah. Trump's not on the ballot, I think there are a lot of people who will be disgusted, who won't bother to vote. Right. Add to that the Democrats' ballot harvesting machine. Right. Um, right. And... You know, so you think if you're a Republican candidate, you're, you're going to have a chance, even if people liked you, even if you've already been elected. I, I think not. Right. No, it'll, it'll be devastating. And it's intended to be. But what's amazing is, do you see Mitch McConnell say anything about it when he well, can actually speak <laughs> <laughs> or any of those worthless Republican senators, Mitt Romney? Um, who, you know, you just go down the list and all the way through. I mean. Almost none of them represent the people they purport to represent. Um, they're all early crooked. I don't know if they're crooked, but they're worthless. They're just worthless. Um, and it's it's sad. And and maybe if we get more Ramaswamis and some other articulate, you know, you know, but but look at that stage on on in Milwaukee. Only one candidate, Ramaswamy, said he'd cut off aid to Ukraine and and uh DeSantis said, well, Europe will have to put in more, which isn't really saying you won't. Right. Um, and and yet all the other ones are saying, yay. Well, but, yeah. but 90 to not, and Charlie Kirk pointed out when he had his turning point thing, 90 to 95% of the people who, who attended that event uh, were against funding Ukraine. Uh, 90 95%. And yet seven of eight of people want to fund well, Ukraine. Well, that debate stage was really telling because, guys, 
Brahmaswamy aside, um, that's what we're left with yeah. if we don't have Trump, right? right? And that's what they want to go back to. And I guess, and my point is, and Chuck and I, we were kind of debating this earlier today. My thing is, if these traitor Republicans think that somehow they're going to be safe, I mean, Trump even said in the Tucker Carlson interview, he's like, they're going to come after, if it's not me, it's going to be somebody else, and they're going to come after them. They've already, like I've said before, talked about, you know, Ron DeSantis um, for kidnapping migrants, they're talking about filing lawsuits or filing criminal charges against Abbott in Texas, mm-hmm. right, over the migrant issue. And now you would say, well, right, but it's not kidnapping. It's like, it wasn't an insurrection. Right. There was no I mean, none of the stuff they're charging Trump and he didn't falsify documents. He didn't take classified documents. None of it is true. That's what lawfare is. It's them using a judicial system in courts that they know are friendly to them um, and, and well, yeah, and weaponizing it. Right. It doesn't matter. And so these Republicans who think, oh, well, you know, I, I don't and you seem to think that the, they would tolerate the Jeb Bush kind of candidates. And I don't I think the Democrats, they control the election process well, the, one, the one i pointed out to you is iran yeah uh, ayatollah has this whole kind of weird system let steam get off although he never lets them actually vote uh, they vote but their candidates are always prescribed and everything else that's the smartest system you have because it allows you know some under the table opposition but you can control it all uh, peg said you guys already play trump's Shout out to the El Paso. Okay, thanks. Maybe text me that too. I'll look for it. Uh, I'll look for it. But but I I think, so you're saying that you think the Democrats would allow, because I think if if we don't win this election, I think it is, there there are really dangerous. Well, how many, how many moronic Republicans in Colorado from Ken Buck on say we have the gold standard of voting here when they've rigged it all with, with, uh, well, they've gotten paid for it. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, then, I'm Colorado, we do not have, it is not because some people moved here from California, most of which don't like California Democrats. It's because ballot harvesting. And and yet the number of people who recognize that within the Republican Party is almost zero. It's gotten a little better. Trump has realized. And I argue and last time. And see is too a little bit. Well, they're, they're not so really doing anything yeah. about it. Yeah. I mean, last time I remember having debates with lots of people who said, no, we all got to go uh election day that way they won't have the proper algorithmic risen, uh, algorithms algorithms for it uh probably they don't need the algorithm oh i got all the votes in well and here's i mean it, but but i i couldn't convince people of that and they, and they say if you want to get out the vote you have to get as many votes in early so then you go after the people who haven't voted and when you all vote on the same day, you have no get out the vote except for an hour or two. Well, and I think they could. And, and yet I can tell you, people I respect, and I, you know, I say, don't you get it? <laughs> Shut, calm down. No, I'm sorry. Um, well, I, and I think one of the things back to the traitor Republicans, you look at the show that we did on Wednesday where um, a rhino senator, state senator from El Paso County, Larry Liston, filed fake criminal charges yes. against um, grassroots Rex Tonkins, who's Vicki Tonkins' husband, the chairwoman of El Paso County, they have done everything and everything they could to get rid of her. So the cops drop it. The cops are like, there's there's nothing here, right? So Liston uses his power and gets the DA. So when we're in a place where we're having the blue state DAs and attorney generals and, and federal prosecutors going after Donald Trump, the January 6th people um, attacking conservatives, right? What do we have in Colorado? We have a Republican DA who rather than going after, I mean, if you want to make up creative false charges, 
try it against maybe I'm, you know file something against Biden or, or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the DA in New York did it. I'm sure you could think of something, particularly if you want to play by their rules, where it doesn't actually evidence doesn't matter. But instead, instead of targeting Democrats and instead of using lawfare against the Democrats, what do the rhinos in Colorado do? They use lawfare against fellow Republicans, and and they lose. But it's like what a waste of time and energy. And and again, I just say if they think that somehow after the Democrats knock off Donald Trump, after they knock off the Marjorie Taylor Greens, after they knock off the Lauren Boberts, if they if if, if senators like Liston and Bob Kirkmeyer think they aren't going to come after them, they're not they're, because they're, they're part of well, it. Well, they're part of it. They are part of it. They're they're funded by Democrats. Barb Mer- Merkmeyer and and the Murdoch yeah. Five were all funded by Democrats. They are Democrats and with Republicans' names. That's why they're rhinos. Um, and and yeah, they'll just do like they do now. I mean, this last session, Barb Kirkmeyer helped Jared Polis get his whole obscene um, agenda passed. In, right. in, I mean, she's just a traitor right. uh, and and an ugly. Um, awful traders. Well, and yeah, and I still, I disagree with you a little bit. I think that the Democrats will start going after them because, yeah, I let off a little steam, but wh- why, right? Why risk that maybe Bob Kirkmeyer might grow a conscience and actually try to do something? Why well, not? Over there. Oh, yeah. that, that's a, no, no, no worry about Bob Kirkmeyer. Uh... Well, all right. But I, I do think, though, that the Republicans, they need to wake up. The, the Republicans who think, oh, they're just going to go after Trump. And 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 again, even if, even if Bob Kirkmeyer, let's say whatever right but if you have like donald trump not on the ballot here um and and other republicans who are up for election i think molly hemingway's point is well taken there is a, a you know when you have your, your the presidential candidate on the ballot that brings a lot of people out who don't even pay attention to the lesser races right, right? right. um or the down ticket not lesser but the down ticket races so if they think that that's not going to hurt them they're crazy and why they think that somehow they can be insulated from some of these horrible tactics that democrats Democrats are using. I don't. I mean, it's just foolish. And I guess it's sort of like they just keep their head down. You know, when the monster or the, those horror movies and the monster going through. If you just keep your head down, they're not going to open the closet. They always open the closet. They always open all the closet doors, and you get eaten too. So, um, you know, uh, I, I think like Barney was it Barney there that said, and this this is true. If Trump doesn't win re-election, it is very dangerous. And I and I think, you know, they're already going there. Um, and we can talk about this at a later date, but twi- even Twitter, all of these organizations are now having, you know, the the censorship things are gearing all back up again, right? Right. Um, and I think to briefly talk about the Proud Boy situation. So there was Joe Biggs, who um, broke a window, was sentenced to 17 years in prison because the judge seditious which hasn't been charged ever, right, since the Civil War, seditious conspiracy, um, broke a window, um, and the judge determined that to be a terrorism enhancer, okay? One of the other guys, Dominic, what's his name? Um, Pozzola today, he broke a window too. He was sentenced to 10 years. Here's the thing. He was acquitted on the seditious case, right? Essentially, what he was convicted of was resistance, and destruction of private property, there of public go. property, there right? You. So 10 years in prison. Now, let's compare that to what happened to Antifa people, right? But the judge said, well, this is different because this was terrorism. They're going after these sentence enhancers, terrorism, because they want to go after Donald Trump. They want to put Donald Trump away. And, and I mean, people, I think, think, you know, I talked to just people who are not particularly 
Mark. are aware politically, like, oh, that would never happen. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's happening, right? And and that's their goal. And they want now, and what happens after that, they don't care. But they want to keep Donald Trump off the ballot. So if you're, you know, if and if you're going to be a traitor Republican like Ken Buck, and you're going to argue, well, we can't vote for Trump because he's been convicted. On the, it was a political hack job in the first place, right? It's, uh, you know, and again, I just think, that if they're fooling themselves if somehow Ken Buck thinks that he's just going to be fine Who if that happens. Ken Buck thinks? I mean, he's just a, and I like him personally, but man, he, you know, he wrote the draining the swamp when he's just as bad as anybody in the swamp. Um, and that's been shown by Well County, the other assembly, he barely made the ballot. Uh, but then when he could get all the unaffiliated, he was all set. Right. Um, okay, we're going to switch a little bit. Now, we can keep commenting on this. If you guys want to comment on this, um, feel free to go ahead there and we'll read it. Or if you want to, like I said, unmute yourself and jump in. Um, but one other thing, th- this struck me, in it being Party Friday, um, I thought, okay, the Pentagon, I don't know if you saw this or not, is launching... They don't call them UFOs anymore, but it's essentially a UFO website, okay? Um, because there's, there's been a lot What is it called now? Um, UAFs. UAFs. And, um, I forget what it is. I, f- I forget what it stands for, but it's a UFO. It's some. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's the same thing. Right. It's an unidentified flying object, right? Um, and they, uh, there's been a lot of talk about it and people who are credible. And here again, you have a tendency to think, yeah, right, uh, right. But what, what were you saying earlier about it? I, I said earlier that, you know, I thought that we've had alien invaders or visitors, the chance of that would be about zero. Um, now I believe, you know, if there did come, would they tell us, would they, in fact, no, I mean, they're just lying pieces of garbage in the government. <laughs> you, you can, you can trust the Pentagon. Oh yeah. You can trust so, the Pentagon. So, anyway, so, so that's what I was thinking at first. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Cause I like all that UFO stuff. Right. I'm like, oh, that's cool. They're going to have a website, but the devil is always in the details. So let me play it. This was on, um, news nation. Um, and, um, uh, let, let me play you the soundbite so it explains the UFO website. And like anything, it's not exactly as it was portrayed. If we could please play the UFO website, the UFO website soundbite. UFOs and UAPs for the public. But there are still a lot of questions because what they're releasing is the unclassified material. What about the classified material? Why is that still private? And what is that really? Change is coming to the agency within the Pentagon that investigates UFO reports. Aero, or the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, will now answer directly to the Deputy Secretary of Defense, Kathleen Hicks. It highlights the importance of the program to the department and the fact that it has the Deputy Secretary's full attention. Aero will soon be publishing a website making publicly available all unclassified UFO reports it has, complete with witness accounts, videos and pictures according to pentagon spokesman general pat Ryder, a step toward full transparency in a recent congressional hearing former air force intel officer david grosh claimed under oath he believes the government is running a secret program to reverse engineer non-human origin ufos which it has in its possession a controversial claim one grush says is based on interviews he has done with dozens of people who work in national defense people started confiding in me they approached me i have plenty of current former senior intelligence officers that came to me many which i knew almost my whole career that confided in me they were a part of a program they named the program we asked the pentagon whether any of those interviews would be made public or whether any of the people grush spoke with would be made available to Congress. Are any of those reports going to be 
published on this website, those interviews. As I understand it, uh, Arrow is, is very willing to take any inputs or information and to investigate into claims of UAP. Um, and so if that information is made available to the department, certainly we'll take a look at it. So, Elizabeth, you just heard General Ryder say if that information that David Grush is talking about is given to Arrow, they will take a look at it, potentially publish it. But Grush has been saying, I've had this information, I've had these interviews, and I'm trying to give it to Arrow, and they won't meet with me, they will not take it. So there's a disconnect there that I think we need to work on getting to the bottom of. One more thing about this website, Elizabeth, it's just for Pentagon employees right now, but eventually they say they will allow it for the public. So if someone in Washington or Florida or California sees some UAP, some sighting, they would be able to report it directly on that website. Again, not just yet, but eventually. Yeah, yeah not just yet. Yeah. And if you think eventually is in like the next hundred years. Because right. I first saw this and I was like, yeah, because I think that's so cool. So here's a couple of things. Number one, so they've had this guy and they've got these pesky people in Congress and this pesky former intelligence officer bringing up information. They're like, well, what's going on with that, right? So what they're going to do is they're like, well, we're going to put it, it's so important us, we're going to put it under the Deputy Secretary of Defense. It's like, who's always report directly. Right, who'll report directly to her and they are committed to transparency. No, they're not. not. <laughs> they're committed to killing transparency. They don't want all these pesky people in Idaho who take pictures of aliens landing in their backyard to just be putting it out there on the internet, right? right. They want them to, to call the Department of Defense. The Deputy Secretary will take a look at it, and then they will decide whether they'll put it up on the website. Keeping in mind, of course, that right now the website is only available to other Pentagon officials. Like right. there's some kind of big giant interest on the part of Pentagon officials to look right. at UFO things, right? right? So you and I can't see it, and it's whatever they but, but eventually. But eventually. And a date not determined. So this is all what they want to do. If Let me tell you this. If you see a UFO, do not send it to this website <laughs> because what they're going to do is they're going to be coming out of your door. Chuck, yeah. can we see that? Yeah. Yeah. We need to take you downtown for the while. You'll be back someday. Really, a bunch of IRS agents. Here's the thing. We're not going to be kidnapped by aliens anymore. We're going to be kidnapped by Pentagon people right. when you try to report finding an alien. I mean, there is, I have, that's a, such a complete, um, I don't know. I mean, snow job, right? Somebody there was like, okay, they're talking way too much about UFOs, right? right, right. So we got to put a stop to that. And people keep saying, well, I saw this and I saw this. We got to put a stop to this right. because there's so much social media. You're able to put stuff out, right? Um, and so they want it once again to all come funneled through, through them. And you just know that they're going to call it national security. So if you actually do get an alien who comes knocking on your door, um, and the first thing you want to do when they say, like, take me to your leader, say, no, 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 no. Don't want to be taken to the leader. You want to come down to my basement. We're going to do a little live podcast with you. Hopefully Joe Rogan will pick it up. Maybe Chuck and Julie, you know what I mean? And we'll get the word out there. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um. Oh, and from Jim Jackson, if it's on a government website, it'll succumb to political pressures. Nothing to believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Peg is like, bye bye, Chuck and Julie. <laughs> <laughs> seen anybody again someday after a ticket to a concentration camp? That's right. And Alex Jones, too. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it is. And isn't that funny, though, how, how far we've come? Because wouldn't you say, like you were saying, 
I, much as I like the whole UFO stuff, I would be kind of, you know, I don't know, skeptical, I'd say. It's easy for me to be skeptical. But the fact that the government, well, here's, I'm of two minds. What do you think? The fact that the government is going to this much trouble all of a sudden to make itself the main holder of all of the information about UFOs makes me wonder if maybe there aren't more things going on there than we know about. What do you think? What? Do you believe anything they tell you? Anything? I mean, I mean, Full transparency. You know what they mean by full transparency? <laughs> it means that you must tell them everything. Because if you if you have nothing to hide, That's right. then then you shouldn't be afraid of full transparency. That's the head of WF said. I mean, World Economic Forum is an evil, evil group of people. Um, well, and that's a thing. You know, they want this. It's. I mean, where they're committed to number one, the Pentagon. And if there's one agency that I can understand not being committed to transparency, yeah. it would be the Pentagon. I can see where maybe they have things they need to keep secret or yeah. keep at least on the on the, sure. on the under Biden. And why, out of curiosity, is the UFO thing going under the Pentagon? Well, because they're in charge of our national defense. Security. Well, and if we do have little alien ray guns coming down, they want to make sure they have them, right? Right. right? right. And just in case the Chinese don't invent enough uh enough bioweapons to, yeah, to, to yeah. get us with, with our own funding. Yeah, I just think that's interesting. And it, it does, truly, it makes me wonder, do they know more? On the other hand, though, they are all so control oriented. I could see them, somebody having, they, they have this high level meeting and somebody's like, well, but what if a UFO does come? We need to be ahead of this boss. <laughs> you know, we need to already have the, the crackdown and the national security laws. And I imagine initially, immediately the, the alien would be called a, a terrorist. No, right, because you can't be sure, particularly if they're icky looking ones, right? Like, I mean, on alien, I mean, maybe they're just misunderstood, but you know, right away, they'd be a terrorist. So anyone talking to the alien would be a terrorist. You know, I mean, the alien, I don't know, they probably have trouble putting the aliens in jail. But I just thought that was funny. Because again, at first, I thought it was kind of cool. <laughs> right. And then I thought, Uh-oh. well, it's not cool. They're just doing it to control as everything, all of the information. And, and again, they're going to make everything national security. So if you actually do upload something there, and I'm not even joking, they'll come to your house and get you yeah. right, and your cell phone, yeah. and they'll keep it. And when you try to go out there and say, look, I captured an alien or a UFO, they'll be like, yeah, he's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, you know, then you'll be put in prison anyway. Yay, prison. Yeah. So what do you want? What else do you want to talk about here, Chuck? Well, we can talk about there's a great series being done um, on Breitbart, uh, comparing the efforts in the United States and Israel for leftist lawyers to take over all the power. And it is interesting. Very people yeah. paid much attention to the Israeli one, but there back in the nineties, the, the Israeli court said, "Oh, we have the right under this law to determine um, if if we don't like it, it's not reasonable, and we can squash it. We can squash appointments to cabinet members." Oh, the we court. Can, that's right. Uh, and then the court had a wonderful way of of reappointing uh, just like-minded leftists. They have three people from the court and three people from the bar associations, which are all leftists, and they can. There are six of the eleven people, so they just put their people on. And so even though uh, the government's changed and there have been, you know, left-wing and right-wing governments, the, the courts have remained the same, uh, always left, always interfering. Um, and they finally said, no, we're going to change that one. And that was a huge disruption in Israel. They had everybody striking and everybody said, no, no, our democracy is being ruined because we leftist lawyers aren't controlling everything. And they got the international press to go along with them. Um but in, in Hungary and Poland, you know, you have to fight to get the, the judiciary away from the leftists. Um, 
And here in the United States, you know, they, they don't control the Supreme Court, but they can control the D.C. courts. And so they arrest Trump and they put other people they put down in Georgia. They control the Republican uh, governor. And so Fulton County can do whatever it wants. Um, and how that's that's tolerated by Georgia Republicans, I don't know. But I guess it's the same thing as, as here. So we, we all these systems for the leftist extreme and and they do everything i mean the one in fulton county they've arrested minor little people and same with the one in florida well then you look at da bragg the da and you know all of these are soros funded da's right. um and Fanny Willis. I, I remember this now this is going back years when um you started seeing even in colorado soros fund soros money coming into yes. district attorney yes. races and at the time how silly was i i was kind of like i just i mean i understood that so Soros had some thoughts on no bail and things like that, but I think I, I didn't, and I don't think I think like Molly Hemingway said, these are lines being crossed that no one imagined, and this all starts with these Soros-funded DAs. These are DAs that are extremely progressive. Who, I mean, it is lawfare, right? As as opposed to warfare, they've weaponized the justice system through these Soros funded DAs and it's hard to beat them. I mean, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to beat them. And, and these cities keep electing them in spite of the crime waves. And, you know, you look what the crime I was reading a thing. There's like bazillions of cars being stolen at DIA. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was a, I don't know if you've seen some of the video coming out of San Francisco of the people, just the mobs that are going in and raiding stores and Best Buy and things like that. Right. And it's organized crime. These aren't just, you know, I mean, smash and grab. yeah, smash and grab. This is organized crime where they're stealing the stuff and then they're fencing it. Right. Um, and there was one person who was leading one of the raids who had just been released on the no cash, no. you know, no bail situation the day before for doing the exact same thing. And you look at, number one, how they're destroying society and they're destroying cities. Um, and for whatever reason, the people in the cities don't care. You know, Denver's going to elect another, you know, another Soros-funded DA. Um, and But then you take it a step further where they have completely used the law to manipulate criminal charges against people sure. who disagree with them. And like you said, it's not just Donald Trump. It's these January 6th grandmothers. I mean, these are the the proud boys, right? I mean, this guy. But just think how little pushback there is in, in the conservative media, Fox. And, and we've been talking about it. Have you gone on the Fox <laughs> website lately? I mean, it's all the news, not for it to print. It's all about stupid. stupid. It's, it's not even interesting like the Daily Mail. They don't yeah. have anything. About Kim Kardashian or Kanye West. Well, they West. will. Uh, yeah. They will. But it's worthless. I don't even go to it anymore. Yeah. And and before they had the ability uh, to sort of set the agenda for the for the right, and now they've thrown that away. I mean, it's just. It's just amazing. This is from, from Dr. Donna. They, the FBI, did that when people started bringing notice to what they were uncovering regarding the odd things coming to light regarding elections. Yeah, exa- look what happened in Michigan, right? A good number of crimes are now coming out of the militarized police forces. And then from Peg, aren't the DAs tied to the Colorado Clerk- County Clerks Association? I know Judd Choate won an award from the Justice Department from the Justice Department in 2020 for the most secure election ever. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Do we have any good DAs? in Colorado. No, no, no they're going to do anything. Um, you know, I don't know about... Well, Kel- the most thing. prominent one is Kellner. In Rock, Kellner. Okay? Huh. But he was just like George Brockler. When George Brockler was in, he refused to prosecute somebody who voted in two different counties. 
thing. Oh, well, you know, they, well, and, and they it, only counted. I think there's a good chance because I think next year is it they start the new judicial district in Colorado yeah. and that's George Bronco will probably run for that too. You know, Peg, that's a really good question. I don't know. Um, and, and again, there, there was a time when district attorneys just kind of worried about actual crimes, but anymore, it seems like they don't care about actual crimes that affect actual people with no, they, actual victims. No, they go up and like Rubenstein up in Mesa. He, he goes after Tina Peters. I mean, right. just amazing. Right. Well, and, and yeah, and won't even let her get a t- her passport to go get a TSA pre-check because she's a flight risk. And the reason she's a flight risk now is because of Donald Trump being charged. It's like, what? And, and again, they don't even care, right? And so you're saying, I mean, and a lot of these are Republicans, but the left lawyers, is this... Do you think um, organized or is it just sort of um, organic through the, I mean, everybody recognizes, okay, the crazier I am, the more progressive no, I am, no, the more. No, no, I mean, I mean, you know, you've been to the website Lawfare. I yeah. mean, you know, it's out in the public. They publicly, you know, rationalize their next steps. I mean, it's not, it's not hidden. Um, and it's done by a few people. Most of the people in the national security division of the justice department, they're the center of it all. Um and, you know, I I can't imagine they'd allow uh, Trump to win the election. I just can't imagine they would allow. No. Well, no, well, I mean, we have to hope. We have to hope. What do you mean? We have to we have to hope. Um, but and you have to vote and hope for divine intervention almost there. Um, but I think that that is interesting, though, how they have turned. And, and I think this is just the tactics and it's not going to go back. And this is why. You know, you have you have to keep fighting and you have to keep becoming aware because so we already know what they've done with the ballot harvesting and the all, all of the election integrity issues. Right. Um, but more, but 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 now they're like, well, that still is a little risky. Right. Because people could still vote. We have to mm-hmm. be careful there. Um, and so they're like, what if we just prevent people from voting in the first place for a candidate that we don't like. Why give that candidate a chance to even well, gather not, votes? Though, that's, well, exactly. That's just, that's just take any candidate we don't like and make it so they can't be on the ballot. Right. Well, that's not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair enough. Um, and that's what doing Trump. And now if they do it to Trump, they'll do it to every other one who has any popularity with people. What's amazing about it, I'll give, is Donald Trump today um, is by far the most popular Republican and he's running uh, neck and neck with with Biden. Right. Um, so all these indictments, and I don't think these convictions will make any difference. No. Um, and but you hate the people like Ken Buck who say, "Well, I couldn't if if it was a president." Yeah, you, 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 you for their scam. Well, and it is interesting to see. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but um, Ron DeSantis's support, at least financial support, seems to be um, evaporating, right? There was a Politico, no, Breitbart has done, well, Politico's actually been kind of doing some stories too, but Breitbart had some stories. One of the, two of the big super PACs, and now he's got, granted, I think the main Sea Island super PAC is still behind him, but have said that they pulled out. The donors don't want to donate. Then there was another one desperately saying, look, we need to get like $50 million, yeah. like by the January 27th debate, right? We're at least close to that. And, and they were having trouble getting it and there seems to be a set i mean so Ron DeSantis clearly has not taken off vivek ramaswamy is getting he's he's like trump he's now sucking all the oxygen out of right, the air right. you know, rogan interviews him and people love him then msnbc has him on and he is kind of like trump in that he's like yeah. oh, oh, right uh-huh. and so everybody's talking about him and if i mean caitlin collins and he just tears her apart right now like Ron DeSantis had a hurricane and he did a good job at that uh-huh. um but you know i'll give him credit for that but it is interesting when you start seeing the money pull away but i don't know i don't think 
you know, and we'll see who, you know, remains for the 27th debate, September 27th. Once again, I hope Donald Trump doesn't debate there. But I don't know. What do you think? Is, oh, yeah. Is that Hello? Jacob? Hello? Yeah. That's who, me. Okay. Hey, have, go ahead. Have you guys been in. watching what's going on? In, in, uh, have you guys seen what's going on in Michigan with the Secretary of State? Uh-huh. Yes. Yep. Yes. What do you make they of that? They caught her with, what, 20,000 registrations? Uh-huh. It, 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 uh, they yeah, they it, caught it, her with, yeah. Well, and yeah, the, the, that's going to be an interesting thing. Well, the well, most... only person who's covering it is Gateway. Right. Only group that's covering is Gateway. You don't see it on Fox. You don't mm-hmm. see it on on Breitbart. You don't see it on all these other ones. Well, and what's interesting, Jacob, so what he's talking about, if you guys haven't read oh. it, is back in the 2020 election, and there was like on this Facebook group of some of the county clerks they right. were talking about, are like, hey, some lady like just dropped off like literally a box of ballots and they're all like filled out and signed by clearly the same handwriting. I mean, and that's just one of the examples, right? They had all kinds of things and they were like, what do we do? And so then they call the Michigan Secretary of State. It's like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. And then they apparently they reported this. So the cops investigated, right, Jacob? And the cops said, yeah, this is bad. Yep. And so they turned it over to the FBI. That's where things go to die. <laughs> that's where good good evidence goes yeah. to die. And what I what I thought was interesting is yesterday some Democrats were pushing um uh Whitmer and Warnock as as the president and vice president. There you go. And all of a sudden this comes up. Yeah. Right. right. That's interesting. Yeah. I just think it's, you're right. I mean, and I was telling Chuck, actually, Jacob, you must be reading our minds just this morning. I'm like, we need to do something on this Michigan thing. I do. Because it's, yeah, yeah, oh, that's scary. Um, But because I think it's not getting the attention it deserves. And whenever you see, I re- for instance, I read this whole article written by some lefty guy who was talking about, you know, Trump and the, the continued delusion over the, you know, the, the election. And he does this whole thing talking about how anyone who trusted the election, there's absolutely no evidence, no evidence, and doesn't address a, a uh-huh. single actual claim. Minutes, okay. What? Yeah. Okay. Oh, but, but, but this is all happening. This is all happening in a week where the governor of Georgia says, well, yeah, you have a voting machine. It can be hacked. And you've got the secretary of state of Georgia saying, well, yeah, Trump never, Trump never asked me to, to check the votes, you know, <laughs> right. and he's busting up the whole case. Yes. Where's, where's, <laughs> where's this fanny lady? Yeah. Well, she's, you know, here's I the thing. It's anyway. I mean, they're, they've already probably got the conviction posted on their website, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And the sentence on the website. And she's busy, and Jacob. All of a sudden, Hollywood is going bust and and, and bank, Bankman's going go, going, but all his <laughs> all the big uh, donors are going bust all of a sudden. Exactly. Well, that's something's just, going on. Peg, did you send that uh, thing to Julie's phone? Well, I, I can't play it from my phone. You can't play it from your phone? No, huh? but we'll get it later, though. We'll, we'll get, get it. it. We'll, no. we'll play it Monday, Peg. Okay, all, all right. right. All right, thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Jacob. Okay, thanks. Have a great weekend. Um, yeah, you too. Um, but, you know, I did. I read this whole column. He went on and on about how there's no evidence, no evidence. But he didn't really bring up a single actual claim and debunk it so to speak right it's just this general there was no election interference anyone who says so is a terrorist conspiracy theorist and then you're like well what about these ballots in michigan i mean that's a fact right hey peg come on off the zoom come up if you can play it off of your thing 
If you can pl play it live off from where you're at, we'll yeah, I'll pass. Oh, is, are people wanting to see it? Uh -huh. um, yeah. Yeah. Let me let me try to pull it up here. All right. <laughs> Peg Cage, my color, my GOP.org. Great website, everybody. Great and human. I can tell you right now, Peg, if I tried to play it on here, I would probably break the internet. So no, well, we don't want to do that. No, yeah. not today. It's not just today. 10 seconds, and it's so great because he just he names off. Um, our wonderful friends in Colorado Springs. Yeah, let me see if I can get this to go. All right, Probate Tech Peg Cage, IT, our IT expert, and oh, well, no, don't accuse me of that. <laughs> well, you know, when he did while you're doing that, um, I think Trump at the GOP, yeah, yeah, meeting, yeah, yeah. he yeah. said he's get a, did a, did a, did a shout out to Dave Williams. Um, and uh -huh. I think that says a lot, right? Because I think Trump has been burned, right? Mm -hmm. You got Stop. it, okay? Yes, I do. Let me see if All I can right. share screen, okay. Thank God for Zoom. And uh, where is it? Yeah. <laughs> you just kind of, just Okay, it's, it says I can, oh, you have disabled my sharing. Okay, fine. Well, if so, not, we could get it for, we'll get it next time. Yeah, yeah, here it is. Okay, here, here we go. Okay, here we go. We're going to play invalid meeting ID. Okay. So, Thomas says he's got it, so give it a shot. Oh, well, if Thomas has it, have him do it. Well, no, you play it, but he's he's going to route it for you. Okay. Thank you for your incredible commitment to our party, our movement, and our country. I want to thank your chairwoman, Vicki Tompkins, and your vice chair, Todd Watkins. All right. Secretary, Adriana Kuva, and GOP chair Dave Williams, and so many others that are with you tonight. These are... Incredible Colorado Patriots, that's for sure. With your help, we're November 5th, 2024. We're going to debate. There you go. Yay. Okay. Yay. Wasn't that great? That was really great. Wonderful. That's really great. And you know, it says a lot. Like I said, I don't think Trump just does that, right? So that's good. Hopefully, number one, oh, Dr. Donna says, gives me goosebumps. <laughs> um, Dr. Donna's like, Peg is up there with a few in the party I trust no matter what. Chuck and Julie also. Mm -hmm. Likewise, Dr. Donna. Well, Peg, thank you for sharing that for this party Friday. That was great. Well, okay. We got to play that every time at every meeting we have. Yeah, we should send that to Eli Bremer. Eli Bremer. We also sent it to, to uh, Daniel uh, Belafonte. He enjoyed it. Oh, from the Adams <laughs> County one. That's right. Okay. Well, finally, then, kind of as we're get, getting kind of close to the, um, the, the end of the show, on a party Friday, um, once again, there is interesting news. So, Thomas, if you could please pull up the Lemieux still picture. Lemieux still picture. For me. Okay, so yeah. what you see here on the one side of the screen in orange, that's not a Bronco fan, that's a goofball <laughs> teacher, so-called Kayla Lemieux, out of the school in Canada somewhere, yeah. right? Where this guy started wearing this wig, bad wig, um, apparently not shaving his legs either, um, and then wearing these giant prosthetic breasts, right? I mean, just disgusting. And and trying to kind of claim to the Daily Mail, oh, no, that it's actually real, and he had she had a disease and blah, 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 right? So the school there, I mean, it caused all kinds of hullabaloo, right? And the school there was like, well, we don't have a dress code. It's like, well, I, I can there see you where you might not have something that said, you know, giant fake breasts are not allowed in shop class. But anyway, so he was finally sent um, home, right? And it seemed like he had quit the school. So then I was reading, he, he was hired by another school in Canada. And I'm like, 
what are they smoking up there in Canada? Why on earth would this person, whatever you cared about the transing, it was just such a distraction, right? right? And and even the principal of the new school had been putting stuff out. They have special entrances. They're expecting so much media. But on the other side, put it back up. I talked too long there, Thomas, sorry. Um, on the other side, you see, this is a guy now, right? So those t- apparently were not real breasts. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy now, the way he's walking to school. Class starts in, in a few days, probably after Labor Day. And lo and behold, he looks just like a normal guy. So, so there you go. Apparently the mystery solved because they kept trying to, people were trying to catch him without uh-huh, the breasts. But, uh-huh. So there he is. Okay, now you can take the picture. Now, now you've got that in your memory bank. Yes, yeah, sorry. So, yeah, sorry. So Julie, I heard a story about that. And they said that he was accused of having toxic masculinity before that. And so this was just kind of a comeback wearing uh-huh. those knockers to prove that he, he didn't, didn't have, have to be toxic. <laughs> so it was kind of a, a big uh, slap in the face to those people who accused him of being a toxic. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. I, I like him now. That, because I kind of wondered if at some level, because it's so poorly done, if it wasn't just like a hoax that kind of got out of control. Um, and then finally he's like, okay, I'm going to go start at a new school. I'm going to pretend like none of this ever happened. And and probably he still is. Anytime they threaten him with anything, he'll just wear those giant breasts again today and he'll be safe, right? <laughs> All right. Thank you, Peg. Thank you. Well, I, I just thought and that was down at the school in the Springs with a kiddo in his backpack, I thought was going to uh, in a better direction and then did not. I don't know. I think it did. Dr. I know Vicki Tonkin's ever going to be there protesting. I think they said that the kid could carry wear the badge on, on the backpack. Right? Right, right. After they actually Googled the Gadsden flag and realized that it was not a symbol of slavery or slavery organizations, you'd think once again that the teachers would have known that. Um, but they, they, but they, they did it. And like I said, that's the, to me, that's almost the worst. I mean, yes, infringing on the kids' rights is terrible. But the fact that no one in the school who are teaching these kids had any idea about the history of the flag. And as a mother said, you're even teaching seventh grade Revolutionary War. So mm-hmm. um, um, that is going to do it for us. Did you have anything else you wanted to wrap up? Nope. With? Okay. That's going to do it for us on this party Friday. Um, we Enjoy have- your Memorial Day weekend. Labor, labor. Same difference. Yeah. Um, whatever weekend it is, uh, you get Monday off and uh, enjoy it. And so, and just so you, if you, if you missed Wednesday's show, we, we are taking um, Monday off, um, but we're going to play the Wednesday show we did with Vicki Tonkins because she was yes. great when she explained that that whole thing. That's so cool that President Trump gave a shout out to her. That's great. Um, so once again, thank you to everybody on Zoom. Thank you to everybody who subscribes to us. We sure appreciate it. Thomas doing a great job at BBS and um, everyone have a great weekend. And I'll, I'll be using my, my new uh, massage chair. <laughs> you don't get they don't know you just got a new massage chair. Well, you now you know. <laughs> now you know. We'll see you all later. Have a Bye-bye. great holiday weekend.